Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm hosting tonight. I'm joined by Sue Timberlake and John Roberts. Hello. Hey there. How you doing, kids? And uh, <laughs> yeah, we got uh, we got a range of stuff to talk about, including a, uh, a, a God, genuinely just goofy um story out of florida except of course if it actually happens and then it'll be terrible but um i suppose that's 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 our state of the world right now um if you'd like to get in touch with us we do love to hear from our listeners um and you can do that in a few ways uh you can facebook.com slash civil politics radio you can tweet at civil politics fm Probably the best of all, though, is to email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, which is, of course, also our own special website, which has, you know, recordings of previous episodes of the show and some supplemental episodes here and there and the dedicated uh, Google search with trusted news sources, which now no longer includes the New York Times. Boo. Um, boo. Um, trans people are, are actual people. And their rights matter. Um, Shocking. Yes. So, yeah. So please uh, please do get in touch with us. So, yeah. But uh, uh, genre, uh, tell us what the latest wonderful idea out of Florida is. <sighs> so, um, yeah, Florida's done it again. Uh, <laughs> the... Um, the state senator um, Blaze Ingoglia uh, has filed a uh, an act called the Ultimate Cancel Act, because of course mm. it's named that, uh, and it would require the state's division of oh, elections. Oh yeah, to, you lefties, we'll yep. show you cancel culture. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> just like the Stop Woke Act. That um mm. that the, that was signed. I think that was mm. the "Don't Stay Gay" bill. I I forget. No, that was a "Protect Our Children" or whatever. Anyway, um, the Ultimate Cancel Act would require the state's division of elections to immediately cancel the filings of any political party whose platform had previously advocated for or been a or been in support of slavery or involuntary servitude. And of course, 150 years ago, that yep. was the Democratic Party. Yes. So this would effectively eliminate Florida's Democratic Party. Yeah. Just chef's kiss. Wow, Just that's, amazing. That's, that's such good trolling. Oh, boy. Isn't I it? Yeah. Well, 48. Say I, what is it? House Bill what? <laughs> SB 1248 would require Florida officials to notify 
all registered voters who belong to any canceled parties that their parties no longer exist. It would also change their voter registrations to no party affiliation and provide procedures for those voters to update their affiliations to an active political party. Now, if I can, this bill does a lot of things, but two things that come to mind just immediately. One, what is the legal definition of slavery in involuntary servitude? Because it doesn't um, provide it in the bill. Well, I imagine it ha probably has something to do with uh, taking away someone's uh, liberty to go anywhere they want and then forcing them to do work, you know, which is fortunately well, you know, something abortion. that the state of Florida never, ever does with, um, you know, people in its prison system. But anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. What did you say, Sue? <laughs> uh, well, it could also be any party that supports um, forced, forced pregnancy, carrying a baby to term. That could be considered servitude, too. So it might Involuntary servitude, parties. yeah. Mm -hmm. They could, yeah, uh, that, like, that advocating for companies that... Um, <laughs> Interesting. That yeah. Advocating for companies that use uh, involuntary servitude overseas. Um, yep. There's... yeah. Like you said, the prison system, like you have to do this. Like, what does involuntary really mean? Like it and it the bill, and I can post the the actual text of the bill. It does not I looked, I looked, it doesn't provide any definition of what slavery or involuntary servitude means legally. And I and if this is if slavery is legally defined someplace, like within the state of Florida, then please someone let me know so I can, so I can see like what this actually affects. And the thing, and the other thing is, um, it would cancel the democratic party in their own words, and it would switch voter registrations to no party affiliation. And so they would have to provide procedures for the voters to, uh, to then register with an active party. This would mean that the voters would have to go and change their information and i bet they're only going to provide a website or something or you have to go to your local dmv which for some floridians would not be is not within reach like this would wow. screw up people's voting like completely yep. like well imagine a world with no primaries oh my god oh my god well, like <clears throat> Jesus. And of course, also, would it would it would it mean wouldn't it mean that uh, Democratic candidates for office wouldn't even be able to get on the ballot? Yep. And yep. and so this bill would specifically ban political parties. It's not you know organizations. So like you know you you want to say like oh uh, I don't know Nike if I don't know right. if they have any op offices in Florida, but like. Nike, they operate sweatshops in somewhere in the world, or they have at some point in the past. You know, I mean, you know, pr pretty much all of the, you know, footwear and and clothing and and fashion industry has at least at some point in it in in time been up to its eyeballs in, you know, horribly exploitative labor practices. Even mm -hmm. even companies that have like fixed things and actually are, you know, doing better, which. I don't know if there actually are any, but even the ones that have probably used to be uh, uh, sinners. And so this doesn't say like, you know, uh, if they 
do advocate for slavery. It's if they ever have, you know, and having to go back 150 odd years is really a reach. I, I, I just... It, I don't know how, how else to put it. It's you know? insane. It's yeah. It's crazy, and but it, this is a very unserious bill. You can and you can tell that this is just a stunt because, like I said, it doesn't provide. It, it's it's. Let's see. It is fifty lines. Well, you know where they're getting the definition from. Where. The Thirteenth Amendment of the Constitution: Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States. So they've probably taken it from the Constitution. Does that apply to right. like like when the thing is like I don't know if that applies to like a state law or something like it. It just seems yeah, just, like. It's it's just I'm just saying that they probably just figured that it was, you know, they'd use the same language. Yeah, because that's that's in the Constitution. It's the 13th I'm Amendment. <laughs> well, and they certainly yeah. can use that language. Um, it, right. So setting aside the whole issue of of. Uh, but the there's no you need to repeat it in the bill. Right. So, you know, what right. They're talking exactly. about. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, setting yeah. aside that but there's just, no I, more I, political I speech language. than. <laughs> That there's no more political speech than joining a political party, but like, yeah, that language is indeed, yeah, you're right, Sue. It's the it's it's the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah, I was like, I know that language. Where do I know that language? So I was quickly, you know, not having a laptop in front of me like you guys. I actually had to finger through you grabbed my your pocket constitution. constitution. Yeah, <laughs> I did, I, you know, we Republicans always carry one, even if we don't read it. So. <laughs> I do feel a little embarrassed that I lived in Florida for a while. This is this is horrifying. You should. Everybody should. Even people that I like. I'm sorry that you have to live there. I'm so sorry. And um, I think is this a Senate bill? This might be SB as a Senate, right? Yeah, it's I think Senate in bill. Florida. Yeah. Senate bill. Yeah. So as far has as it I just can... gone that far? What? It's just it's just gone through the Senate or just been introduced. Oh, it's just been introduced. Yeah. It's never going to go anywhere. This, this is insane. It's it, there is, it, it's, yeah, like it's, the, it's the absolutely. It would not at, hold up to judicial scrutiny. On its face, it violates the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution in a couple of different ways. Yeah, but what I do think is just an interesting little thing there is uh, reading the text of the Thirteenth Amendment again, Sue. Thank you. Yes. Um, so if I heard you correctly, genre mm. this measure would say that if a political party has endorsed slavery or involuntary servitude at any point, it becomes invalid as a political organization in Florida. Correct. Right? Okay. I'm fairly certain that the Republican Party, uh, which of course controlled the government in the 1860s when the first when the 13th Amendment was ratified, um, I'm pretty sure that that was part of their platform. And of course, that politi that amendment specifically authorizes involuntary servitude in its text. It just says so. Yeah. You know, it has to be punishment for a crime, but then it's okay. And yeah. that's involuntary yeah. servitude. So like, so go ahead. And, yep. <laughs> right. So in other words, if you pass that law, it means that the Republican Party of Florida also has to be disbanded. 
I think yeah. we should support it. Let's get rid of parties for a moment and just see how much better the country does. Oh, God. It's crazy. These crazy caucus things that people – anyway. Honestly, like sometimes – That is amazing. I, sometimes I think of political parties as – you know, okay, so um, like years ago, I, I was uh, on a couple of the boards on 4chan. Just – like the comics and the cartoons one and it and it wasn't the the it was still a cesspool in certain parts of it but it wasn't the horrifying drudgery that it is right now and back then there was a it was more like, akin to reddit back 15 years ago exactly it was just a lot of people s posting and a lot of trolls and they did like invasions of play but they didn't there wasn't like the 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 rampant transphobia racism and everything it's just it, it was just stupid people being dumb and it was it, and there were some there were some points in that board where i actually had like some really interesting and fun conversations with people it was weird i actually made some friends <laughs> that were on 4chan anyway what we what we talked about because um com the comics forums we're basically like this bastion of just we just like cartoons kind of people and what we thought was the random board and the politics board where all of the bs was it was there to contain and sequester all of the horrifying people <laughs> this is they it, it corralled them and let them just feed off each other and make memes you know and by the way just an aside, uh, if you liked um, uh, uh, Rick Rolling, <laughs> that uh, is a 4chan creation. It like is not a is not the appropriate word. If you if you thought it was a funny, and a lot of people did, it emerged from 4chan. It many many memes of the of the of the early two thousands came from 4chan, like Catterday. That was 4chan insane like that wholesome stuff comes out of that cesspool anyway like so i think of like especially like the republican so party. 4chan is i can has cheeseburger yes oh. um okay <laughs> yeah it's it's that's what happens when you just get a bunch of anonymous people just going around and around and around each other and just spitting out like jokes exactly happens. yep um, yeah, it's good it's, it's the two it's, it's actually a good sword. process <laughs> so that's the way I think about, like, especially the Republican Party. Like, you have all these horrible people, but they're they're over here, you know. Like, they're all like joining this party right here, and so y you know where they are. Oh, sort of like a honeypot in the security thing. Yeah, you you make up a dummy server that looks really interesting and has all sorts of social security numbers, and uh -huh. the hackers go there. Dummy, and, yeah, know, that's a really good word there. for <laughs> dummy. Honey, honeypot, but yeah, okay. Yeah, they're not honeys; they're dummies. So you have all, like, and you have all these specific people, the specific t types of people, just in the Republican Party, and it's just they're there, right? So well, I think you know, CPAC this week. Because <laughs> you know, CPAC. I I was telling you guys before we went on the air. None of the none of the good Republicans are at CPAC, except for maybe one. Nikki Haley's gone. The good Republicans. And I guess she feels she she needs to be in the arena. But yeah, it's just it's just um, you know Mike Lindell and you know 
Can I? Marjorie Taylor Greene's talking tomorrow. And do you know John Kennedy? He's no. sort of a Southern. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're all doing speeches. He's today the guy. Knew, who, you know, there. Dan Quayle is is no John Kennedy, right? That guy. Uh, not that John Kennedy. Well, let me tell you what his speech said because I did listen to some of it, and you guys will know right away who he is. He said, "So if if you want to get on your feet, get off your butt." <laughs> he's that kind of guy. He's he's one of those Republicans. What happens if your butt is nailed to the seat? Well, that's a problem. Yeah, just pull yourself up. But can I go back for a second? Sure, yeah, did sorry, you say good Republicans? Digress. Yes. Yes, I did. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. I hear your silence. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, the Mitch the Mitch McConnells, the Ronald Daniels, um, uh-huh. I can't think of the fellow out of Virginia <clears throat> that that won the The ones in there. office with actual, you know, official positions in the in the party yeah. or in government. Like and Ron DeSantis really is not there, right? Those are good Republicans. Right. Well, I wouldn't have called. Well, he's not my kind of Republican, but you know, McCarthy, sort of folks with actual power in the so government. You're not saying they're. Aren't you're going. not making a value judgment. You're saying the people with power aren't going to be there. I guess that's a better way to say it. I did mean the better, the better Republicans, but okay, relative for, term then. Yeah, relative to okay. But I shouldn't We're say that because I like here. Nikki. Right. Yeah, I, I like Nikki Haley, and she's giving a speech tomorrow, so we'll see. Well, I I imagine that I, she's I would, because she feels like you can't condemn people unless you go in the arena with them. So yeah, I sort of I, admire I, her for that. I gotta say, Sue, and the Fox, most important Republican in the USA is still Donald J. Trump, and uh, he's there. So. Well, he may be going to jail. We'll we'll see. No, he'll never go to jail. I he'll never I gotta see say, inside of his jail cell. You know, I well, I, I would have expected to take the documents back. Have you seen that story? That the FBI actually didn't want justice to go in and grab the documents from his his properties. They they what? posted. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, there's been some pieces that the FBI was very hesitant to to go down and and go on his property. They were afraid it would ruin their careers. How so? power, I guess. So oh, fair be, enough, I mean, Mike. Maybe you're right. It, no, it would I don't ruin understand. them because, like the the Republicans, what they did, the whole like cancel the FBI or defund the FBI and whatever, you know. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. It, I, but yeah, it's uh the going back to the good Republicans. Good, going back good to you know, the um <laughs> uh the Florida thing is just silly. Um, they, Florida, I mean, they just, they just, uh, took control of the Reedy Creek, um, uh, area, you know, like the, um, oh, Disney. the right. Reedy Creek Improvement Corporation. Yeah. Which is- they, they've, they repassed, like they, they were originally going to just take that away and reintegrate that area back into, you know, like the, like whatever County it's in. But then they then they realize, oh Orlando. no, that would mean. Uh, no, I don't think it's it's in actually we'd, Orlando. We'd be on the hook um, for two billion dollars worth yeah, of yeah, exactly. municipal debt. Yeah, it would, would be like Disney. Kill those towns. Disney. It would kill the, 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 the surrounding the surrounding towns. Like absolutely kill them financially. So what they did was Disney actually has a board 
that oversees the 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 Reedy Creek thing. So what they did was change the law so um, the governor can appoint the people on the board. Great. So they will have control over over that area, but they won't um, have to deal with like the debt that um, that Disney has uh, accrued because they, you know, they had to build all the infrastructure. They run their own fire department for the for there because it's the Disney World is the size of a town. So yeah. They need a fire yeah, department. So they, yeah, so they yeah. have a you know fire truck with big ears on them and everything. Probably, I don't know. Um, but the but this this is the thing. Like a lot of just stunts, just stunt bills, just waste of time. Stunt bills and the and really, uh, I was reading about this. The funny thing is that that Disney that's the that's not the only. What was it? The Reedy Creek? What? I believe it's the Reedy Creek Improvement. Uh, corporation or development corporation, something like that. Develop like development area, whatever. There are a yeah. few of them in, in in Florida. It's not just that one. The villages is another one. Yeah. It's this area that is outside of of county control, where the residents like basically control that area. The villages is another one. So. This law. What's the villages again? Any. Could you remind me? The villages me? is a retire, basically a huge retirement community, and one of their their things is it is full of of specific people, older specific people, just huh. chock full. And actually, um, the governor uh, went to the villages to announce this change for Reedy Creek, so. This is so. If anybody says, "Oh, it's about the money," or or you know, corporations shouldn't own like like whole towns and everything, like I'm not going to disagree. But yeah, this I, isn't I about like that. that. Actually, what? Yeah, I kind of think government should have. Um, I don't think you should allow a part of your area to secede and have autonomy. Yeah, if you have I mean, you know governments and counties and stuff people i i get that you know this was yeah. a weird one because you're right it was a you know they were they were well, yeah I, i'm not like i said art? i don't i don't disagree there are there are parts of that that are iffy to say the least like disney well, it's a different is, time yeah yeah and ugh. so i mean disney d- does not have their hands clean for a lot of things but it's, That's why Mickey wears gloves. Yeah, that. But this is the thing: is the 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 point I'm trying to make is this is targeted because Disney pissed off DeSantis. That's all. There is. Well, they disagreed no, with him over. A, they were actually more progressive than he was. It's very interesting. Yeah. Disney used to be really right wing. You know, it's sort of interesting that they their new governance is so progressive, and they got slammed for it. It still I, is really, really right wing because it's, it's like more, you know, in the end, being right wing is about like worshiping the almighty dollar. And that's absolutely what Disney does. They're just like, well, they, oh, but yeah, like, you know, gay people have money, too. So who cares? You know, <laughs> we're not going to make a make a deal about that. I mean, honestly, they didn't really disagree. They didn't really like have a disagreement like vocally of the don't say gay bill until they were backed into a corner. Because that's their corporation. Like, they don't want to piss anybody off. 
but a lot of their employees were upset about it. A lot of their customers were upset about it. And they just recently um, fired their CEO or like the, you know, so, and then the other guy came back and he said, no, screw this bill or something. I, I forget. It wasn't that, it wasn't that harsh, but yeah, this bill, it like that whole thing with the Reed Creek thing is specifically because Disney pissed off Ron DeSantis. And I just wanted to say that in case anybody arguing about it is like it's about the money or about the land or something. No, because there are other districts like that all over Florida, and this does not affect them. It was, yeah, it was a retribution from yeah. DeSantis. Yeah, the 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 boy king um, got his fifis hurt. Snowflake. So, so do you think uh, Disney will uh, strike back because? Uh, you know, this is costing them money. You know, this is messing with their ability to to run their run their business effectively. And uh, you know, they uh, are kind of, but really, it's it really depends on how the board acts. Like, will they just rubber stamp stuff that Disney wants to do? You know, like because this this might be just a look what I did, and. Yeah. Now you're not looking anymore, so I don't care anymore, kind of thing. Yep. Performative. Um, he got his headline. Yeah. yeah. So I and, mean could be in, in five years and, you might be looking at the board and it's like they they just meet like once a month and they just rubber stamp anything Disney says because you know Disney like brings in billions of dollars <laughs> into the state of Florida. Um just so much, you know. So it's ugh, ugh, Florida. Ugh. Well, I it's don't think they'll help DeSantis get elected president. That's for sure. What Disney? Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think they'll be contributing any money to him. So mm, they might well, actually. Well, I mean, and that's part of what I what I mean. It's like, do you think they'll make contributions to him? Do you think they might uh, run ads about him? You know, uh, in no, a couple they of years. They won't do anything. I think they'll stay out of it. Yeah, they'd they'd rather just go back to what they do, I'm sure. I would not be shocked if they if they stopped giving money to him, but also like donated to to conservative PACs or something. Companies do that all the time. They play both sides of the fence. Oh yeah. Because that's financially like the smart thing to do. It's a it's a corporation. It's amoral. Yeah, it has morals. The morals are we want as much money as possible and we'll do whatever we can to get it. Is that is that a moral? That is a or is it a, or an objective? That is a that is a moral position. Nothing matters more than money. It is, I guess. <laughs> I, isn't that a value judgment? What no, what's more important? What's more important? Judgment. Childhood nutrition or our profits? Our profits. That is a moral moral position, and I that guess. is a political decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can I argue would, about this. I we guess, can argue yeah. about this in the second half of the show. Uh, because right now we're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs, uh, keep the FCC happy. But then we'll be back with more civil politics and uh, whether or not Disney, Disney Corporation, evil monsters or monstrous evil. <laughs> just, just in a couple of minutes here on Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. Please don't go away because we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's Subculture Music Program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. to evidence-based radio, science and skepticism from a feminist and socialist perspective. Every week, we explore the interesting and important stories in science with a focus on the positive. Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, or at evidencebasedarada.com. That's 6 to 7 p.m. Fridays on Valley Free Radio. Hey everyone, this is your friendly producer, Genre, and unfortunately there was an issue with the second half of the show's recording, so we had to cut it. But instead, I'd like to present a Civil Politics Supplemental. These are web extras that we record sometimes, and you can find them all on civilpoliticsradio.com. This one is about capital punishment. I'd say enjoy here, but I don't know if that's the right word, but I think it's interesting, and I hope you will too. Hello, and welcome to a supplemental episode of Civil Politics. Uh, I'm Michael Dow, and I'm talking with uh, Sue Timberlake and John Roberts, and we're going to hey talk there. about uh, we're going to talk about killing, murder, execution, Jesus. capital punishment. Jesus, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's, it's, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Backing away well, slowly. I mean, you know, <laughs> that seems appropriate. It's a heck of a audience, subject. But... <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, capital punishment. All right, hang, hang on. We'll, we'll cut this in. Hi, this is Michael on Civil Politics, and we're going to talk about the death penalty. Ha <laughs> ha! Is that better? Ooh, no. That's worse. <laughs> You're the joker there. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's no good. I don't like it. <laughs> this is no civil bueno. politics, and and we're going to talk about whether the government should pe- put people to death or not, and if they should, how they should do it, which is they horrifying. Shouldn't. So they shouldn't. <laughs> I say shouldn't I say it. the death penalty is a terrible idea and, and shouldn't be done. They shouldn't do it. That's all. I was totally in favor of it. <laughs> John was also again. Yeah, yeah, I was totally in favor of it until the O.J. Simpson trial, because I the thought, OJ I thought it, yeah, I thought it sort of worked. But the prosecutor in that case, I don't know if you remember them. They, Marsha um, Clark? they, yeah, they took it off the table because they said he's so famous. We'd never, we'd never, he'd never be found guilty. So they took death penalty off the off the table. And the minute that happened, I'm like, you know what? If they think because he's famous, he can't get the same penalty as somebody else, we're in trouble. So, and he That's was an quitted, interesting so. way to go about it. Yeah, but yeah. I thought that really shows point. that even the even the prosecutors know that you that there some people you can't put to death, and so if there's some people that are above it. You really can't do it for anybody because it, it obviously, I mean, when they show all the statistics and everything, it, it's so clear that it's really unfair. And how many innocents, you know, the innocence um, programs project. that take DNA project. I mean, yeah, the people that they've yeah. cleared are amazing. It's just amazing the number of people that have been uh, found completely innocent and forced con- confessions. You know, they kept people up for 11 hours, maybe like, uh, like 20 hours sometimes, yeah. yeah yeah and uh you know just beating beating them into submission mm-hmm. it's, i mean with you know sort of or other tactics or suborning perjury from witnesses or, the or from, from juries you know, the cops can, themselves or the yeah. fact that juries convict um black uh defendants uh more for the death penalty than white yeah yeah like that's yep. that's a studied fact. Like juries, yep. they look at black defendants. If the death penalty is on the table, they are more likely to give them the death penalty than white defendants. It's and horrifying. women too. Women are more likely to get the death penalty for similar crimes. Terrible. Yeah. And very. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, especially if it's if it's some if it's a crime that that isn't womanly or something like. <laughs> Like a serial Ugh. killer. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, Um, and the and that's the thing. Like it with with the death penalty, you can't take it back. Like if you're wrong about yes. something, like I don't care how right. Like I don't care if like the killer, like in front of the the judge, strips someone's skin off, and wears it like a hat. And the and and that's like qualifies as a death penalty. What if there's something wrong with the with the trial or something? What happens? You know, like. And honestly, honestly, let's let's be honest. Our prison system is hellish. It is torture. It is not. It is not a good time. And do you like I I like that's something I don't understand. Like people who are really really into punishment. Do you think that death? is a better thing than putting someone directly into hell is that is that better if you're really really mad at someone if you really want someone to suffer like that's torture that's literally torture going into our prison system 
there is one thing I worry about a little bit, and that's I feel badly for the guards who do the death row folks mm. because yeah. they have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. And it's really, I mean, it's an environment that no one would want to be in. So it's true that it's really horrible on the inmates, but I can't imagine, you know, unless the guards really enjoy, you know, sort of sadism, it's, it's an environment that (laughs) you don't really, you don't really, yeah, (laughs) not had enough caffeine. Um, But it's, that's a tough environment and to hold people for a lifetime, you know, that is, it, it, it struggles. If we're going to have governments, if we do have the death penalty, should it be on? Um, um, uh, is there any it? limits to? I guess that's what I'm asking. Yeah how how should it be done? Uh, well, you I, shouldn't. I don't think I don't I don't think we should have the death penalty um, because. Um, so I know I'm 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 a lefty, and I often sort of think like we should have the government do things. I think public power, you know, public uh, uh, action is often the way to go with things like healthcare and education, and you know, defense and other, you know, the mail service and whatever. I, I get that, um, but I, I I absolutely do. But uh, at the same time, I get how you know there are people who don't like that. And one of the I think the most cogent arguments against, uh, you know. The uh, against government power is that any power a government has, it will sooner or later in some fashion abuse. It may only be a, an occasional inadvertent or accidental thing. You know, it may not be like a big systemic problem, but sooner or later, any power that a government has, it will abuse. But when the power is like, oh, we're delivering your mail or, oh, we're making sure that you get health care. All right. Like, like abusing some abusing like someone's access to healthcare. I mean that's bad. Um, or I suppose if you get get more healthcare, that's maybe not so bad. But <laughs> um, <laughs> just just you know, if if a government can leg- is allowed to, uh, if we legitimate the idea that the government can legitimately kill someone, then sooner or later the government will use that power to illegitimately kill someone. And that's a murder. And that mean and because the government represents all of us and it's something that we're all contributing to with our taxes and and voting and even and you know direct service, uh, that implicates all of us in the in that murder. And I don't like that. I don't want to be really part the of that. Qu- the question so, is, is the government perfect? Uh, no, no, of course not. It's not perfect. No, and it's, it's every. Of course were, not. You know. You know what? Yeah. The government, it turns out, has humans involved at My every God. level of its operation, and it turns out humans are just like absolutely like mistake making machines. They're just they just make mistakes all the time. They screw things say. up. And yeah, yeah. And so, uh, uh, so long as humans are going to be involved in every level of uh, of governmental operations, I, I don't think we can allow it to to execute people. But that, that's just me. You know, this is the other thing that that confuses me with people that that are like super into the death penalties. Like, if you ask them, just completely divorced, do you completely trust the government? They will say no. And. That no, means that that's why I own a gun because my Second Amendment right protects me from governmental tyranny. From the government, okay. So if the government decides to kill someone, do you trust that they're that they're completely right all the time? No, you can't. 
So why let them like there's no reason like and I honestly I was well, I, I was into the death penalty. I mean, penalty is the person they're executing black or not? I mean, you know, because I mean, let's like I agreed with the death penalty. Be honest. I wanted I I I said um this is a very long time ago, but I said like if it, if it's the worst of the worst, like a child rapist or like a serial killer or something, then they should be taken out of the gene Adolf pool. Adolf Hitler. Yeah, they yeah. should be taken out of the gene pool. Just get up, get rid of them. Nope. But then I realized a lot of stuff like, like I said, like people make mistakes. They're like the statistics on who gets death, death penalty is terrible. And the fact that um, it is more expensive to put someone on death row than just keep them in jail. <laughs> it's expensive to keep them in jail too, but they're both expensive. And the appeal, you're gonna, I mean, yeah. they're going to be incarcerated yeah. for some reason. That that's just going to happen. You know, it's like if they're convicted, this they're going to be incarcerated. But like keeping someone in jail is less expensive than putting someone on death row because that is a special case and you have to spend a ton of money on um on people trying to get out and people trying to um a- appeal and everything like there's a, like a ton of process people remain on death row for decades um and you don't have to do that if you're going to yeah. keep them on death on not on death row but life in prison and they're really horrible do you have to treat them humanely? Do you have to have yes. them socialize with other people? They're or can still you lock humans. them away so they so they don't hurt anybody? No, they're Even still their humans. Co inmates. What they what really well, what they should do, and we're we're getting into the prison system, but we we should not have a hellish prison system. We should not be putting people directly into Satan's lair when we convict them. We should cheat but what if everybody Satan? They're, they're not. They're human. They're not a they're not a mad god. They're not a fallen angel. They're human. And that means we should treat them like humans. Even if like they do horrible things, that's why we separate them from the rest of society. But that doesn't mean we get to like put them on the rack or anything. But could we put them and in a cell yeah. so they couldn't be around other people? No, because that's torture. I mean like a supermax thing? Yeah, that is absolutely hundred yeah. percent torture. Yeah, you can't put yeah. someone like it's uh, humans are social animals without socializing, without some kind of contact with other people, you will go nuts that you you yep. get mental health issues that is torture. So, you separate yep. like people that are horrible, you separate them. Yes, of course, but you don't put them in like solitary because that is torture. But what if they hurt Just anybody they people come up in contact is, with? If they hurt people that they come in contact with, then they, then there should be uh, systems to, to handle that, maybe separate them and put them right. someplace else or something. There's a reason why they're yeah. hurting people. But, but I mean, you, you know, it's one thing to say like, okay, so you can't be in the same room physically with another with another prisoner, with you know, with only with like because the guards creates, who are watching you or whatever. But I mean, yeah, the thing is the like- people. Right. But I mean, you know, being able to talk to other people, to see other people, to go outside and, you know, chit chat. It's like, yeah, we've got to keep a screen between you two because you 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 attack people, but you can still talk to people. You can still yeah. have human contact and interaction, you know, and, you know, and that that's that's important. And are we just yeah, are we talking retribution or someone? rehabilitation? Yeah. Just imprisoning anybody, you know, 
restricting someone's liberty to go and to go places and 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 do what they want, you know, and 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 leave this place they they're in when they want to, that is itself a, a difficult and painful thing to endure. It's a necessary thing, uh, if you know when it's you know Ted Bundy or whatever, but. Um, Going beyond that, it's like it's like just having somebody locked up like that is a punishment, is a is a difficult thing to live with, and uh, you know, making it worse by putting them in solitary or you know restricting their access to sunlight, giving them crappy food, you know, all of that. Like there's there's it just makes us worse as a as as people as a society as a collective to abuse people in our care. Like, you know, Theodore Kaczynski, the Unabomber, bad guy, killed people. Not a fan. But <laughs> thumbs I don't down, think, dislike. Thumbs down, yeah. <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah. I, but, you know, the, the idea that like he spent the past 20 odd years, sit, you know, spending 23 hours a day in a gray concrete cell not talking to anybody with you know little direct light and no window or anything like that like that that's not that doesn't that's not good you know that doesn't help anybody that doesn't make the world better it just makes him miserable and it makes us the people who are deliberately hurting him yeah you know like why like i mean i can understand uh, what suit like what's you saying like the like there are people that are so violent that they are oh, a danger to the everyone. other that not even yeah. harass like they they're a danger they will yeah. kill people um there are reasons why people do that it's not just because they have like an imbalance or just because they like it there are reasons why people kill people in prison and there are ways to mitigate that because to yeah. make it like like i said to make it not satan's playground you know like there are people that they're they just really like killing people and in that case then yeah you you separate them but you don't completely divorce them from humans like just humans we're get we've strayed a lot off of just the death penalty but i think like we we're all in agreement that it's just not not a good idea you know um yeah but there are ways and, to and, make and, and, and your secondary carried out yeah. Well, and your secondary ways, point yeah. too, I don't think there's a, there's no real humane way to kill people, you know? I mean, there are more horrible ways, you know, like breaking someone on the wheel or, you know, burning them alive. Drying that is worse them. than, that's, you know. That's something. Right. Exactly. It, you know, that is worse than, you know. Too bad. Like you what do if you pet, fail doing them. that? I, How do you I, know I, that putting them to sleep and then injecting them with something yeah. deadly isn't torture they can't move they can't respond well, what they do right. with animals yeah. is they they don't um prevent them from moving they just give them barbs barbiturates or you know they just they just slow down till their heart stops and they stop breathing it's actually quite peaceful what how what do you we do to our animals how do you know how do you know because they're not um they're not they don't give them curare or anything so they can't move no so i'm can, saying you can tell they just I'm saying, how do, how do you know, we know that? that putting, how do we know that putting our pets to sleep when they're old and, and feeble and sick and in pain? I really hope that's humane because otherwise I feel really, really yeah, terrible. Me too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the thing is that we don't, when we put people or pets or anything to sleep, 
we are we are experiencing what they're going through externally. We don't know well, how kill um, that we we don't know how that how that feels, how that how people or pets how they interact with their heart stopping. What if it's incredibly painful but they are asleep? We don't know. Pets though, they're animals. I'm okay with it. But yeah. people, <laughs> you know, people are different. Um, well, we sn- we snow people that have cancer. I mean, they actually do kind of, you know, have, take them out of their misery. So yeah, yeah. in the healthcare I mean, system. And and people come front back from that and say, oh, yeah, I was, you know, I was, I went to sleep. I saw white light or whatever you saw. But they, they don't report it as being painful or anything like that. So yeah. a lot of people have been in that position that you know are in pain and near the end of their life so there is some experience of it that you could do it without you don't have to um is that the same thing as as how they put prisoners to to death no prisoners i think they've made up all these cocktails i don't know why that's one that's what i'm saying we don't know how how it feels and it it doesn't have to happen there's no reason it's just retribution it's just revenge uh and that's not justice and that's and it's one thing to say, oh, my God, I have terminal cancer and I'm in constant pain. Just give me a whole bunch of barbiturates and I'm going to go to sleep and that'll be good. Uh, or I'm morphine. Yep. Opiates. Right. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. I mean, that that is that is me making a choice. And you can disagree with my choice, but it is me making a, making a choice for myself. Um, that's not what's happened just, in execution. No, I was just arguing that, it, <laughs> you know? that it's not painful. I was just arguing that it I mean, wasn't painful. Oh yeah, yeah. Chandra yeah. is saying we don't know, and but I'm just I, saying, yeah, we I, do have people I mean, that, that I, have done I this. I mean, Sue, Sue, you you've more than once uh, uh, strongly uh, uh, come out against the idea of make forcing people to get vaccinations. So I mean, you know, oh, if we can't yeah, give them, if we can't give someone a I'm, COVID nineteen vaccination, then we definitely can't give them a lethal injection. <laughs> I I understand what you're saying, Zoo. Like like we like there are some people that have taken like a bunch of barbiturates or something, and but then they 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 I'm saying like the that is not how we put prisoners to death. Yeah, and I guess I'm arguing if we're going to do it, that's probably how we should do it but yeah and on vaccines mike i've decided i have a new term for myself i'm not oh, anti-vax no. i'm descript i'm discriminating as to which vaccinations <laughs> okay um i think that's good for now uh, <laughs> i'm a flag on the field um <laughs> well i think we've uh, i mean i th- I think we have uh, sort of covered all three of us think capital punishment is not a good idea for for various reasons, but there's overlap too. Zero cents. Um, yet another case. Well. Yeah, there, yet down. another case where the Democrat and the Republican actually agree on something. So, yeah. hey, well, it, and we were talking about it because that state just added uh, what is it? The um, firing South squad. Carolina firing thinking squad? about yeah. firing squads. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you're going through a lot of trouble to kill people it, it, like a lot uh, of trouble to think about how to kill people you don't you can just not kill people it's really super easy just not killing people yeah like it if i, I could i if, do it every day yeah if if <laughs> i had a choice between killing people and not killing people and i would decide just on effort alone then i would not kill people i'm i could be very lazy killing people yeah. is a whole thing 
Why? And it's also it's it's also inherently traumatic for for people to 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 inflict violence on other people. Yeah, even I'm when just it's saying, necessary. Like, as a state, even, like you don't even need even to do when this. you know you're like in the moment. Yeah, it's just not a not a thing. Oh, the firing squad. You know what they do with them? They they nobody uh, one knows. One of the which one of the guns has a blank. Yeah, yeah which is they actually usually some of them have a blank. They'll they'll be they'll be they'll be like say eight people. And they'll they'll hand out you know they'll they'll load uh, seven bullets. rifles with live bullets and one rifle with a blank and nobody will know who's got the rifle that doesn't have a bullet. What so if the other people miss? That <laughs> well, that's why. They well, the idea is that's why you have people. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Why don't you? I mean, if they really if they really want to kill people with a gun, just walk up to them, shoot them in the head. Why do you have to have a whole squad? Uh, to spread the karmic blame around and disgusting because just do it. I don't know. It's it, cowards. Uh, you know, Michel Foucault is a, wrote a great right? book about this. Started. Well, sorry, yeah, it's yeah. a military. But Michel Foucault like, wrote a great book called hmm, "Discipline and Punish" about how horrible uh, uh, capital punishment is. But anyway, you know. <laughs> yeah, a firing squad. What if none? Of, what if all of the bullets, all seven of them? Don't kill the person, because that's very possible. Everybody shoots at the at the wall instead of the person. Yeah, yeah. They could or like they or like there are gun jams or something. There's no way to make sure that that like. And also, how does that feel? Like bullets ripping into your body. Excellent, excellent stuff. Love it. Anyway, thank you for <laughs> listening to the Baltic <laughs> Supplemental. Um, uh, we we record these sometimes. Uh, and but you can listen to the all of them on civilpoliticsradio.com if you have any any questions or comments or if you want to argue about how capital punishment is is good actually you can write stop it you're wrong at civilpoliticsradio.com <laughs> <laughs> wait is that another email address you set up yeah sure sure I'll set that up yeah I'm not gonna do no, that I was gonna say because otherwise it's <laughs> It's it's contact at civilpoliticsradio.com. Yeah, if you want anyway. if you want to write and say yeah. capital punishment is good actually to contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, I will personally write back saying you are incorrect. <laughs> and then anyway, yeah, that <laughs> that will do it, I think. So thanks for listening to the supplemental episode, and uh, yeah, so live long and prosper, everyone. <laughs> Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.
monstrous or monstrous evil next time on Flash Gordon. Okay, we're out. Um, I love Goofy. I thought that wasn't too bad, actually. That yeah, was pretty no, good. It was perfect. Yeah. Gorsh. I mean, mine is better, but that was a good yeah. uh that was a good attempt <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> so when we come back we'll talk about okay, I don't Donald Duck. Give, let me have this what yeah 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 milk oh yeah milk subsidies versus duck? children donald duck you have to quack through your <laughs> cheek <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit yeah the whole thing uh, like like people talking like that you know <laughs> no i mean you know they you know there's one guy that does donald duck still it's just the one and it's the the thing is it's a it's a it's it's an old school voice actor thing like there was one guy that did donald duck and then he had an apprentice taught him how to do it and now that guy's doing donald duck for mm-hmm. everything yeah it's kind of like the guy that does mario for like 30 years it's just been that guy oh really yeah and and everything yeah you know like that that guy chris something long named something but yeah the um the guy that did donald duck is did it in ducktales the the new ducktales video games um like movies like he that's his that's donald that that guy it's really crazy. Hmm. And at some point they'll have to replace him. I well, I think he, I right? have he, a, he, uh, he trained somebody. Does he have a pot of Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy. Isn't that what happened with Kermit Kermit too? When um who's he died? It was somebody Jim who Henson. does Kermit now. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know what they did with, with him. Um, yeah, I think there was somebody who already was doing it a little bit, and then he took over. I think they've Tony Anselmo. Anselmo. They've had a couple of people doing Kermit's voice. I think. Yeah. And, he. The, yeah. I don't think um, Kermit's as hard as Donald Duck. But voice actors are amazing. Some oh, of the sounds and stuff they can make. Kermit's oh my is God. way easier than Donald Duck. But yeah. at the same time, it's hard to emote like with that much spit. You know, like honestly. <laughs> Especially but, Donald uh, Duck Mad. That's really hard. Well, yeah. that's that's his default setting, which is why the, Donald Duck is, you know, you know he's he who's who's really stuck with all the bad luck. No one but Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. It always happens to him. God, and I Mickey's voice so. isn't hard. Mickey I, Mickey Mouse isn't hard. One thing, uh, You know, like I've really noticed the difference in the in the Kermit voices. You know, like there have been a few of them where it's okay, but mm-hmm. I've always been able. I've always been like, that's not Jim Henson, you know. And sometimes oh, yeah. it's really, uh, you know, not so good. But yeah, yeah, it's um, it really depends on. Have, it, he like too many Jim, people doing it. Uh, it's it. Everybody brings their own spin on a character. Uh, and you were talking about voice actors. Voice actors are amazing. Um. Especially like the 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 different voices and the different qualities that they can bring to different roles is is just astounding. And honestly, like some of them, when they do animated representations of a live action character, it's so much better. Just Obi Wan Kenobi in the prequels versus the Clone Wars, night and day. 
Oh, you think uh, he's better than uh, Ewan McGregor? In like the in writing and in, in acting, yeah, I think so. Um, well, the writing in the prequels was terrible, so that's it's, yeah. That I mean, there's 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 a lot that goes in, but like the um, the, he kind of drew out the sardonic quality of of Obi Wan's humor, like. Uh, because it, it what he was kind of sarcastic and like kind of oh Anakin you know like kind of in the movie but that but in the in the show it's just he's he's funny because hmm. because it's like um there's uh there was an episode where um they were trying to save someone from like a monster that that controlled their thoughts or something by putting stuff like a little bug in their ear or something right so. Anakin oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Anakin and and uh, Obi Wan were were it was on Geonosis. So Anakin and Obi Wan were there, and they're like, and he was like, "Yeah, we have to save that guy. Let's go." And Obi Wan's like, "I I don't know. I want to see how this works out." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "But he's going to get the thing in his ear." Yeah, what do you? How do you think it gets? Actually, does it go in the ear or does it go up the nose? I'm just, you know, like he has his, he's stroking his beard and Anakin's like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) like it's it like he was the voice actor for him was just really, really great. Better. Um, Yep. I mean, just the stuff that Great Delisle does. My God. Well, uh, I, I got to say, from what I hear, the uh, the voice actor who did Bo-Katan in the cartoons, way better than the chick they got to do her live action, so. <laughs> I don't know who that is, so. Uh, Bo-Katan is a, is a character from the Clone Wars, an animated show, and they um and they introduced her last season in the Mandalorian in live action and it's in the live same action person. it's the same person it's, it's Katie so, Sackhoff yeah Katie Sackhoff oh. they got Katie Sackhoff oh, okay. to do the voice and yep. <laughs> they actually and modeled she, the character she, after, so, her, after, after her after Katie Sackhoff so they could they did that with a few characters actually like yeah. some of the voice actors I think they did that yep. with Ahsoka but um but they didn't actually cast that woman they cast uh rosario dawson yeah I who mean, looks amazing i think she's fantastic so and yeah, since she, I, she's good it's rosario dawson she can pretty much do anything but like um but it's it but but the the woman that originated the voice she has voiced ahsoka in literally everything she's another one like there has never been another person voicing ahsoka it since like 2008 i think it first came out 2003 mm-hmm. um so in clone wars in uh legends of the jedi or tales of the jedi in uh um rebels star wars rebels it's just been her uh and just amazing stuff i love voice <laughs> actors i wish thank I could you be a voice thank actor. you for the explanation oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i, I, I <laughs> I find that amazing. I I did a list of uh, there's a lot of controversy over how many kinds of genius there are. You know, like Bach was a genius and Einstein was a math genius and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's about 14 geniuses. And one of them I put was the voice, the people that can mimic and and um, other voices and sounds. Because it's really, you know, when you hear somebody really good. Police Academy? Oh, he's fantastic. I, I can't remember Did you the actor's name. you never see Police Academy, Sue? 
I didn't. No, I think not. Oh my goodness. Did you ever see Spaceballs? Nope. Uh, well, I know. The, the, I can't remember the, the gentleman's <laughs> name, but he's really he's talented. Yeah, he, he can just make all kinds of noises really convincingly, just, you know, yeah. by himself. Um, um, yeah, it, it's yeah. amazing when you see somebody do that. It's it's So anyway, I, I, I count that as one of the 14 geniuses, you know, which uh, it, it's just amazing. People hear different things in people's voices, and they can really mimic all kinds of things. They're mimics, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, mimicry yeah. is one thing, but just like only being able to use your voice to convey something. Yeah. Like, and, and not having any control over how you, how the character actually moves or, 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 or acts like physically, yeah. but just um, being able to convey uh, like sinister or heroic or anything just with your voice is really, really tough. Yeah. It's it's yeah. in some ways it's harder than actual acting because you don't have your facial expressions to rely on. You have to really, yeah. It's you can't sell it; it has to sell itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you say, with an actor, you can you can sell it. By the way, what are we going to come back in on? Do you think? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <clears throat> well, do you guys talk what, about what TV did, some more? What did we What did we leave on? Uh, oh, whether or not uh, profit is is you know being all about profit a is moral. actually a moral <laughs> or position. I uh, argue it is, but whatever. Um, we can come back with that. We can talk about Lori Lightfoot losing her primary. We can talk about uh, the FBI and this bullshit oh. about uh, the lab leak. Uh, oh 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 oh! I have a good idea. I have a good idea. Uh oh uh oh. We were talking about moral or amoral. Right. Did you hear about Eli Lilly? No. Oh, insulin. They're dropping the price They're cutting the the cost of insulin. Uh, Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just volunteering it. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're not. Then that's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, they're cutting... They are um, jumping before they are pushed. Basically, yeah. Like... And they'll try to spin that as a look at us, we're doing a good thing. But it's because they're going to have to reduce the price. So they're going to just use this as to like blunt the blow or or something, you know, like they're going to still lose money. So they might as well just cut the cut the cost for everybody. And then everybody says, yay, Eli Lilly. Yeah, because Medicare, they had to do it for Medicare. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess they just extended it to everybody, right? So, yeah, it's interesting. And and what did they actually, how much did they actually cut it? Because it still only costs like, what, 20 cents a dose or something crazy like that. So, you know, Um, if they cut it, well, the government cut cut it it from like 35. Right. So, I mean, if they cut it. Right. Exactly. So if they cut it to anything. You know, even if they bring it just down to $35 for everybody, they're still making a ton of money. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. They're cutting it by 70%. Um, huh. And uh, some that of them... That would be $60 if it's about 200 a dose. Or yeah. Uh, well, some of them are going to be reduced to like $25 or something. So basically, hmm. they're they're basically bringing... bringing um, and this is only like for certain... Uh, forms of insulin not mm-hmm. not all of it but yep. uh, but the basically the the basic insulin is going to be around like 25 to 35 dollars well uh yeah all right we can talk about that sure 
Yeah. That would that and would go off from the or... moral thing. Yeah. Yep. Moral versus immoral. Sounds like a plan. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. One of the sons testified against, uh, testified for Alex Murdoch, the one that wasn't murdered, and he went uh-huh. on at length about his father and blah 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 blah. What in the world is he thinking tonight? Because I don't know. I bet he's convinced his dad did it. I mean, he, I can that, totally imagine that, that he didn't. I I can believe I I could totally imagine either that he's just like oh my god I can't believe dad fucking murdered my mom and and my brother I could also imagine that he's like God you know like there's no way dad did it you know um you know yeah I think uh, he testified uh, before they brought out the fact there was a a video with the father's voice on it at the yeah. crime scene of the crime I think his testimony was before that was revealed so well, but yeah my fair enough he may still think. My understanding is that O.J. Simpson and Nicole Brown had one or two kids, and those kids are, I, th- I think, at least a daughter are is still like, or at least was last I heard, you know, on good terms with their dad. And it's like, I just cannot imagine that she believes her dad, yeah, I'm going to be on good terms with dad even after he murdered mom, you know, just mm. like, no. So I just, you know... OJ absolutely murdered Nicole Brown. Um, but I totally can understand how like the daughter just can't accept that. You know? Like I think it's really sad and horrible and I feel badly for her. And it makes me really despise OJ Simpson all the more. But just that, yeah. just in the end that she can't accept that that is something that happened. You know? Yeah, uh, too far. Do you yeah. I mean, is there a uh, a possibility that she's just a horrible person. Of course, there's a possibility that she's a horrible. I mean, person. just like she doesn't care, or yep, she absolutely. hated her mom. You know, like there's a yep, lot of yep. reasons. She's just like absolutely. Him. Yep. That, that yeah, she, she might be like just him. like him. She, just like yeah. that. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, or she um, might be a Stockholm kind of a thing because he was such a rageaholic. She yeah, might be, but that's that's uh, mm, well, the whole Stockholm syndrome, like, is something I'm dubious about, but. um there was a uh, um, battered woman syndrome. Is that better? No, no. Just I like there's. It's really seems to have a lot of victim blame embedded <clears throat> in all of that. You know. Um, oh no! And, it's 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 and why the actual Stockholm. Well, because they can't escape is not the same thing, and and the whole Stockholm yeah. syndrome thing is, uh, I think, based on. Uh, uh, a misunderstanding of what, how things actually played out in that it bank is. siege brainwashing. Hmm. Yeah, there are well, a lot you know, of reasons why point. she might be feeling this way. There, there are so many reasons. Yeah, um, I just like, look at the, there was a picture of the the other son, and it's like, oh my god, you know. Well, <clears throat> I'm reminded of the um, of you know. I don't want to say. Uh, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, Dylan Farrow's a liar, and so her brother Ronan is, you know, either is either is a liar too, or else he's believing the lies or whatever. You know, when she says that Woody Allen sexually abused her, but I do find the testimony of her brother Moses to be fairly credible because he's like, I was several years older than her. She was like three or four when this supposedly happened. I was like, you know, ten. I remember it pretty well. Like, 
you know, mom, as in Mia Farrow, like hated Woody at that point. And so, you know, I remember that day he came over and there was basically he was never alone at all, you know, and and we were all supposed to be on watch for him. So the idea that like he was left alone for an hour to take her up to the attic and, you know, is just absurd, especially because like the attic was a crawl space. It wasn't actually like a room. And so, like, this just none of this actually makes it, you know, is is at all plausible or believable. None of it actually happened. And, you know, and he's like, where, you know, Woody was actually great to me, you know, uh, whereas Mia Farrow was like a horrible gaslighting monster. And, you know, like she was the abusive parent, at least, you know, for me. And it's like, wow, okay, so. I, you know, like it, it's just one of those situations where it's like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Yeah. It's always you hard know? to tell who's, and it's their reality. You know, it may very well be different realities. Yeah. You know, they, they saw, heard, remember, you know, different pieces of it that, well, of course and, that makes sense. And, you know, like, here's the, here's the thing. I can totally believe that Woody Allen is a, is a, is a, is a scumbag. But, like, everything I've heard about him suggests that, like, yeah, he's a scumbag. Uh, bec- like, like that he molested, like, a like a kid in, uh, you know, a, a kindergartner. Like, I don't, I'm not sure I believe that. I don't think I do believe that. But I know, like, I absolutely believe, because I've never heard any denials, uh, you know, Mariel Hemingway, you know, who was like the, the 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 lead actress in Manhattan, you know, like the the teenager he was his character wasn't having an affair with. Like she's like, yeah, Woody Allen, after he made that movie, w- totally wanted me to go on a trip to, f- to f- Europe with him and to share a hotel room with him. And like he talked my parents into saying yes. And I basically was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're, you know, she's <laughs> like. I know what he, you know, no. I know this is all about yeah. he wants to have sex with me and I do not want to do that. And the parents are like, are you sure? You know, it's like, yes. Oh, Jesus. Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and it's like, well, okay. Really and that groomers. is just, 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 yeah. It's just sleazy, you know? So. Well, and usually they're good at it because the motivation's so high. Yeah. I mean, sex drive is huge for people. Yeah. Some more than others, but anyway. Um, uh, so we should insulin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we I'm should good. do a thing. Okay. Um, okay. Ready to go? Ready. Yep. I suppose I am. Yes. Here we go. And we are back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. Hi, Michael Dow. I'm still doing the show with Sue Tuberlake and John Roberts. And uh, you guys kind of really weren't entirely buying my thing about uh, my idea that like the, 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 you know, valuing money more than anything else and saying like that is our, you know, the pursuit of profit is the only thing we need to care about. 
I think that's a that's a moral position. And uh, while we were arguing about this uh, during the break, John, were you brought up uh, Eli Lilly? Yeah. Um, Eli Lilly has announced that they are going to uh, slash the prices of uh, um, some of their insulin products. Uh, in some cases, 70 or more percent. Um, and they are also going to offer some insulin as $25. Uh, and hmm. this came up, I was thinking about this because we were talking about moral versus amoral. And uh, if if this happened in a vacuum, you'd be like, oh, Eli Lilly's like doing a random good thing. Good, good for them. But no, they aren't because they're getting ahead of the um of the the act that was passed i think it was the omnibus bill yeah yep. i believe so mm-hmm. yeah so it making them uh making insulin uh 35 like a maximum 35 dollars for anybody under medicare so this is honestly like i heard this and the first thing i thought was this is just making it easier for them they just offer it for 35 or under like certain kinds of so now is now they don't have to worry about like different list prices or doing anything with medicare or anything it's just they're just gonna cut these these insulin products down and just be done with it well you said certain insulin products but not all of them yeah um, i think there's cheap like the you know just the regular old insulin shot and then there's fancier devices and different formulations and you know they they have a million but is this like the performative art we just we just talked about where yes. they're just doing it because it it's gonna it looks like they're doing something but as you said they're doing it before they're forced well they're doing it as they're forced to but um actually it's before because i think the medicare one doesn't go in until 25 is that right i forget or june I don't know when the Medicare one, you know, that the government has forced at $35, but um, they're doing the whole thing before they have to do it. So therefore they're going to get some goodwill out of it. Might as well. They're hoping. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is 20. This is actually February. I think it already has happened. Do we so know the what, what this is going to, what this is going to mean for their profit margins on insulin? Because it's so 70%. still right, like because like twenty five dollars uh, for a monthly for course over a month. How much does it cost to them to produce that twenty five dollars worth of medicine? Is it uh, is it more than a dollar? It is you know? it 12, 12 cents. I think it was twelve cents a dose at some point. I saw that number. The last the last I heard, and I don't know if the, like the last thing that I too, ever yeah. heard about this was like five dollars or under. Right. Okay. Um, like they, this is not. They're not cutting themselves to the bone. They're still making a ton of money. They're just not making like stupid money. They're making you know less intelligent money. Right. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know, man. I got I got nothing here. I hate them. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, just, just being able to patent insulin like that and just sell it for more than a dollar, just, just, just disgusting. (laughs) 
So. Well, I, I, yeah. And isn't that a, a moral choice to, to say like, we're going to do this and we're going to make, try and make a profit off of something where if people don't get it, they die? No, I don't think that's a moral choice. That is not using morals. Yeah, it's amoral. Yeah. yeah. It's I'd not say that's immoral. The, no, no. We don't, we don't consider any of the values. All we consider is that we make as much profit as we can. Yeah. I, I, I think that's... That's a, that it's a value a, judgment, but it's not a moral judgment. Morals that is a, are goodness versus badness. Like, See, I think that is an argument uh, out of a... I think that sort of takes a position of privilege, you know? It's like, well, sure, okay, but there can be like a, you know, back and forth in politics and whatever, you know, left and right, and they can both be, you know, have extremists and whatever, but I think in the end of the day, we can all be bipartisan and compromise and come together and, okay, but on the one hand, we have a political party that says people shouldn't have to pay so much for insulin that they can't afford it and they die, Versus a political party that says, you know, trans people aren't human and should be killed, you know, I mean, or black people don't deserve rights. It's and it's not like, a good example. It's not a good like. It's it's not one to one at all. It doesn't that doesn't work. Well, yeah, it's, I think of businesses. Well, as the point, moral. You, I'm you not guys say, used to say, well, Ben and Jerry's, you know, and their social blah blah blah, blah. and I've always sort of said, well, you know. Businesses, they're not about morals. It's, it's you know, basically they're money-making enterprise with rare exception. That that's, I wouldn't, that's I wouldn't sort disagree of, with that as well. See, actually. see yeah. what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is uh, the argument that like, oh, we can just divorce the considerations of for the business of anything besides making money is, is you know, betrays the kind of like – insulation from the consequences of of one's actions uh that is the hallmark of privilege you know okay hold on hold on let's back up here i'm not saying that i'm not saying like they don't i'm not saying that uh business is amoral so they don't have any there's no consequences i'm saying the bit like and i'm not saying the people that run the business don't have like any concept of morals i'm saying if you look at eli Lilly as a corporation and right. their only focus is making money or a corporation any corporation their only focus is making making as much money as possible and they don't consider anything at all other than the legal requirements and legal restrictions that they have on how they make that money that has that if the if that's all they focus on, that has nothing to do with morals. Morals are: am I doing a good thing or am I doing a bad thing? Amoral is: I don't care. If it, if it's a moral business, if it, if it like in Ben and Jerry's, that was run by moral people, and they were they didn't pay, they paid their people. I don't know. I don't think they still do that, but they pay their people. They paid their people well and businesses that have made and people that run businesses that have made the decision to put into their charter that we will do this to because we we think this is a good thing. That would be a moral choice. But if that's not there in the in the like and the people that are moral or or 
or immoral, they leave uh, and other people come in, like we're talking about the organization itself. They make decisions based on money. Now, is that it, 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 when I look at them, would do I just let it slide or something? Hell no. No. Like I said, Eli Lilly, screw them. They've been making so much money off of people because this is a life-saving drug that they have to take every month, no matter what. There is no way for you to shop around or something like you have to just pay the exorbitant amount of prices for that. So Eli Lilly, they are making decisions purely on money. As far as I know, they're making decisions purely on money and how much money they can they can make and the easiest way to get to that money. That's it. That's not a moral. That might be a value judgment, but it's not a moral judgment. I, what do you value? You know, I, I, you know, I think we're trying to, I think we're using, you're, we're just using different words to say the same thing. And I, I think you're just like, well, I don't think you should use that word for, for, for that. And it's like, okay, fine. You know, I, I can use I a different very, word. I am very interested in words. I words am too. Things. But like there's values and there's morals. They, and okay. They, I don't understand the difference. Sometimes. What? I don't understand the difference. Um, value. What do you value? Do I like, do I value, like, I'm, I don't know. Do I value my computer more than I value my uh, fan? You know, like what's important to me? What is, what is the focus of, of, of what I do? How do I, what do I value in people? You know, like, what do I value in things? What do I value in, in thoughts and feelings and things like that? Morals is, how I use use those values and apply them to um, oh, what's the good word? Um, Making decisions in the world. No, um, morals are if if I am if I am using those values to do to to affect change in a in a in a way that is good or bad. Like, is this going to help people? Or is it going to hurt people? If I'm, am, am I making the decision to hurt people? Uh, that is immoral. If I'm trying to make the decision to help people, that is moral. If I don't care about either one, then that is amoral. So if, say, some of my Yankee ancestors, like, mm -hmm. you know, over, you know, back in the 19th century, uh, mm -hmm were interested in, you know, investing money prudently. And so, and they're being amoral investors. So all they care about is investing in a business that's going to give them a good rate of return. And they therefore invest in the transatlantic slave trade because mm -hmm. you can make a crap ton of money enslaving other human beings and selling them into misery. Um, that's okay because that's amoral. That's not a moral. I didn't say it was okay. I said it was amoral. I did not say it was Okay. That I am putting a value judgment for me. If you're saying is that okay, I am saying no because that's what I believe. Okay, so so investing in slavery isn't immoral, but it's but it's wrong. No, <laughs> the Atlantic I mean, slave trade is Im is amoral. The people in the slave the trade was amoral. <laughs> the the companies Dude, that were wow. doing. Listen, you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, I'm loving this. I am loving the, this. Like if you had a just a corporation that was yeah. doing that was dumping that was dumping toxic waste. What do you mean? If? And it, it's because, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm j- because I'm not naming specific corporations. That's why um, if you like there's a corporation and they were just dumping toxic waste and right. it's because that was the the cheapest way to to dump it, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. That the corporate like they the whole focus is just to make money. Now, I don't like that. I think that's bad, and that's my judgment on their behavior. I think that the people running the business should take that into account. And if they don't, then they are not good people. The thing is that uh, the thing is that amoral it doesn't mean that it absolves them of consequences. It just means that in their in the, in the decisions that they are making. The goodness or badness, good and evil, do not apply to their decision making. They now, don't consider it. They don't consider. It's not even a consideration. Like some people will consider those those things, but it's, but a but if you're just focused on money and nothing else, which is hard to do, it being a human, then I mean. Let us set aside Radic's omnium malorum est cupiditas, you know, the whole idea that like the root of mo- that the root of evil is the love of money. Um, uh, just OK. So because <laughs> be- because I, uh, you, you know, like because I made money doing business with the Nazis during World War Two and all I cared about was that I made money. The fact mm-hmm. that I also was making money off of, you know, murder factories. I mean, that's just incidental. No, like, Mike. Not, that, that is ultimately what you're saying, because here's the thing. If it's, if, if it's wrong to do that, and, you know, like if my only consideration was how much money I made, but I nevertheless, my decision led to all this harm. How is that not a moral decision? I mean, how can you have a moral system that doesn't have any consequentialism in it? You know, like just that's Be- that's insane. <laughs> because I'm not talking about the people. I'm talking about the corporation. Capitalism. The corporation, the corporation is a is is a legal fiction. It's yeah. an organization it's an organization mm-hmm. of people. Yeah, it's you a, know, the organization people. has no morals. It's the people that run it. But it is all it right. Is all, 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 people. All right. So, 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 in other words, we could, if you want to argue, like, you know, a thing that isn't, you know, a a a notional fictive organ, you know, legal construct, since it isn't a person, doesn't have morals. Okay, fine. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, exactly. but <laughs> yeah. But it, well, then it doesn't. It I mean it doesn't have any qualities at all. You know, it's just, you know, but the people who are running it absolutely control it, and they're making moral decisions. And yeah. if they're saying like, well, you know, our morals are to follow the corporate uh, the corporate handbook. The corporate handbook says make all the money you can within the bounds of the law, and if it's not illegal, go ahead and do it. And it's like, well, it's not against the law for us to, I don't know, 
you know, whatever, make children work in the uranium mines and, you know, uh, uh, you know, indulging cannibalism or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. Or Hobby Lobby. that's Hobby a, Lobby, take sure. cannibalism is a very like it's very easy to get beat for cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of there's, or, there's lots of sources for that. Um, Jonah, saying, my family has belonged to a country club for over a hundred years. You don't need to tell me about how easy it is to become a cannibal. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I am incredibly left. I am completely okay with with cannibalizing the rich. Oh, good heavens. They're so healthy. Yeah. It depends on the. the, This is is gone way off the rails. (laughs) So look at at Hobby Lobby. I do think I'd be rather plump and delicious. Hobby Lobby is a good example. Yeah, because they want, yeah, they want, they want to have sort of they're not just in the business of whatever they do they also want to make moral judgments about things and yeah it's very interesting i i the reason i like capitalism is because it's it's you know it's pretty clear cut what the what the objectives are and um i do think it's a problem when you start to try and get businesses to be moral or um or like hobby lobby when they they want to make moral decisions for their employees it's horrifying it's like no <laughs> Well, that is a corporation that has morals because the, the actual, they, no, the actual they don't. business has. Well, and they're privately owned, no, no. right? The guy. It's, it's, the, corpor- hmm? the corporation is a legal fiction. It's purely an abstraction. It doesn't have morals. That was well, your they, argument the two minutes ago and then nothing's changed. My, okay. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm saying, I'm that, saying like Ben and Jerry's, they, they shouldn't, they shouldn't, if it's a pure corporation, they shouldn't delve into that stuff, but they do. Some do. So yeah, I'm saying they, Hobby Lobby is not a good example of a, of a, of a business because it, the owner puts his uh, moral judgments on things. Uh, you know, a lot of companies do it now. Look what, you know, look at Disney jumping into that. They should never have jumped in to that if i'm going to look at a at a at a corporation and say is it moral or amoral i am going to i am just the company not the people that run the company i'm saying the company i'm going to look at what their charter is like what what their what the the corporate rules say that they've written for themselves and what everybody in the company has to follow hobby lobby doesn't has has policies that say we're not going to have people work on Sundays. This is not something we're doing. This is we're doing because we believe in this. And we are making the corporation act in that way. That is part of their deal. But Eli Lilly, as far as I know, doesn't have anything like that. They don't have any like beliefs that are baked into the, into the, um, into the company, like, like Ben and Jerry's. That was baked into the company, like their, like their, how they, how they treated their employees, like how they paid their employees, how they, how they focus on like where their money, like companies where they say we're going to, um, the, the company is going to say, like give X amount of money to the environment or something without any tax benefit or something like that. That would be 
a moral thing to do. They are trying to help, and it has nothing to do with the actual acquisition of money. So a company like United Fruit, uh, you know, which toppled governments across uh, Latin America for decades and, mm-hmm. you know, organized death squads mm-hmm. because they did that just to make money. That's you're saying United Fruit is amoral. All the people who were making those decisions to the company, they're evil, but the company is amoral. I would have the to company think about that's that. funding death squads. I would have to think about that. I, now, the people that ran the company, <laughs> I would I would say like they have they have morals that they are either ignoring or they are um, they they want to hurt people or they want to help people or something like that. It's like more like to me, morals are a do I is this going to hurt someone regardless if I'm going to do it like this is this is something that's going to hurt someone and if I'm going to decide against it or not. And amoral is that doesn't even enter the equation. Right. So now if the I, people if, that so if I'm making on, hold deci- on, hold on, hold on. Right, the right, people right. that ran ran those companies, they are making a decision to do that. Now, is that part of is is toppling governments or and stuff like within like the like that's how the company like that's within like the company's scope like that's what they are that's like in the policies of the company or or is that just how the people that are running it making the money now that means that the people running it have have the morals because people have morals and again like companies for the most part do not so we look at the people running the company and for, for they're going rogue. That well, either way, like the people that are running the company, I I look to them and say, "The hell are you doing? That is not that is not okay." But I don't look at the company itself and say, "The hell that is not okay," because it's the thing. So this is, I mean, this is a this is a discussion that that would be right, but um, I- very very like. The the thing is like moral versus amoral, values versus um different kinds of values and things like that. These are things that um that philosophers and logisticians and and um ethics classes and everything, yeah. they they are very, very like this is something that can take um months to hash out. So we're not gonna do that in like twenty minutes. Uh I just I wanna suppose- say that too. I suppose not, but you know, John, you've—I know you've seen a ton of Law and Order because you, you know, you've talked about it off air and you mentioned it on the show from time to time. I've so seen tell me, so much. How many times did they charge somebody with murder to depraved indifference? Yeah, they did. They charged the person depraved indifference. They didn't, like they might have fined the company for for uh, breaking I, the law in some I, way, but they but they didn't they didn't. <laughs> They didn't put the company in jail for depraved difference. It was well, the people maybe, like making decisions about it. Maybe they should have broken up the company, but well, they should have uh, broken up the company. Yeah. All right. So, so, so but in like, other words, if you you agree that the idea that like you know, if I'm like, look, I just want you to make sure that we get the oil drilling rights in this company in this country. I don't care how you do it, and if the people I say that to then go out and murder a thousand people mm-hmm. uh in order to make it happen 
you know, the corporation, the company that's paying for all this that I control has mm-hmm. acted amorally. But yes. I've acted immorally because I was acting out of depraved indifference, even though I was saying all I care about is making the money and I don't care about what happens as we do it. Yes. Well, really, like, honestly, if you think about it, depraved indifference would be um, like being immoral is being illegal. Like not caring. Like that's that's amoral as well, I guess, if you think about it. Right, that's but just corporations, indifference, indifference but corporations is as collections of or uh, as a collective group of people, mm-hmm. you're saying because they don't care collectively, that's I, I don't know. We're, we're, we're going around in circles, man. I just it, like I said, this is something that that we can talk see, about for a very very long time. And see, I don't we, I don't I mean, think it is actually is something we we too. can. I don't. Th- I don't think it actually is something that is really open to discussion. I think your position is just nonsense. I okay. just don't think. I just don't think you actually have even thought about what you're saying, and it, I don't think you actually. Wow, <laughs> dude, no. I, what you're saying is gibberish. Yeah, it's not. Probably, it's not. It is. It's okay, not, I'll accept that. It's just at nonsense. A, at a B school, at a business school, they tell you that corporations are immoral. They they'd agree with genre. So hey, maybe he was I'm in, right in our, Well, maybe he was in our business schools or, are famously great great places to I teach am, people how I to am, be good I know people. I'm gonna say I'm right forever yep. and ever because Sue I agree. Said I, was right. I agree. I agree with genre, but this will have to continue because clearly we need some more definitions no, or something continue. here. You said I was right, so I'm right. <laughs> Two, yeah. against, two against one, obviously. Yep. Crap, I'm yep. outvoted. Got, yep, you got you got most of my democratic guitar. <laughs> people people go rogue, but corporations are just immoral money making. <laughs> corporations corporations aren't people, my friend. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So right. as the sisters of mercy. The Sisters of Mercy say, who are nurses who, I mean, who are nuns who run hospital systems, no margin, no mission. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Well, uh, so John was agreeing with the, John was embracing Republican values. And uh, yeah, I'm switching parties now. Yeah. Well, you're yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to dive into the, um, into the cesspool. <laughs> Um, yeah. Come on come in. The water's, I am dead to the world. The water's fine. Come in. My come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> Clearly. Um, and I guess we'll have to let it go. Uh, come back next week. Maybe Jarma's soul will have wandered back. Who knows? Nah. But that's going to be tonight bucks. here on Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. Coming up next is Subculture, followed by Table of Contents at 10, and then OK Asia at midnight. We got a podcast of the show coming out tomorrow morning, so listen to it then, or catch our repeat airing on Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Good night. Now I'd like to talk about the benefits of uh, eating the poor. Now, (laughs) (laughs) the poor are surprisingly stringy. (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) The reason they call them food deserts. (laughs) Oh, man. Horrifying.
Uh, you got to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bleep that. No. <laughs> when when you use the f word <laughs> yeah 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 indeed all right i'm going to stop